Welcome, welcome back to the Mining Your Business podcast, a show all about process mining, data science, and advanced business analytics. We are joined by a long-time, uh, long-awaited guest, guests, I should say. We are joined by uh, Tim Bozeman, Karolina Sturek, Mateusz Golinski. They are from Heineken, and we are very excited to talk with them about their center of excellence, their process mining journey as a whole, and what it means to do a digital transformation at Heineken. Let's get into it. Hello there, Process Mining community, and welcome back to Mining Your Business podcast. Um, Patrick, we are recording again from a studio in Munich. Uh, I am kind of getting used to this. Yeah, exactly. I think it's going to be difficult to go back to our little rooms with our towels <laughs> and the couch cushions from now on. So I think this is going to be a, a staple now. Yeah, I hope that we grow as much that guests are actually coming from all corners of the world to us just to be on the Minding Your Business podcast because, you know, it's such a brand already. <laughs> exactly. We should get a travel budget to fly them. <laughs> we actually do have guests from all over the world here today uh, with us uh, is a company Heineken and uh, three uh, people from this company which we will introduce in a second and uh, what I always like to begin with and uh, it's, it's a lady in the room so um, Carolina uh, first of all welcome to the show uh, we are very happy that you are also part of it and uh, tell us a bit about yourself. Uh, thank you for having me uh, my name is Carolina Szturek I'm a global process mining expert at Heineken. Uh, I live in Poland, I live in Krakow, and I'm part of the COE process mining uh, team at Heineken as well. Um, I work in a company almost for seven years now. Uh, I've always been connected with the purchase to pay department, but uh, for a couple of months now, I'm part of the strictly dedicated to process mining, uh, responsible for more of a functional side of things. I'm super excited. I've been working with process mining for over a year now. Um, so I'm, yeah, I'm looking forward also to to this conversation that we're going to have. Um, Carolina, um, where and when did you first encounter uh, process mining? What was your first time um, uh, and how was it? How was like, look, like looked at the tool and you were like, oh, this is interesting. And you were like, I don't want to do anything with this. So uh, I think it was, uh, maybe it was like two years ago at uh, the Krakow office. Uh, so uh, process mining and Salonis was visible at the time in the company, mm -hmm. but only a couple of people had access to it. And I think the very first thing that I remember was a spaghetti. <laughs> and, uh, and that Famous was, uh, I think that's always a mystery. That's always impressive. And there's uh, a lot of questions mark, uh, question marks in your head. Um, but then uh, over a year ago, uh, we were building a, a COE as well at the Krakow office. And uh, one of the objectives was how to improve your business with process mining. And I was leading a team at the time uh, using process mining, how to improve finances processes at the, at the company at the time. Um, and kind of, but got got hooked by it at the time, yeah. Yeah. So you were originally on the procurement side of things, and then transitioned into this um, analyst role with process mining. And um, were you expecting to see the types of things that you were seeing going in, or was that uh, a little bit foreign to you, looking back? Like, do you expect the purchasing side to look the way it does? Or did you have any idea that things were going to be as complicated or as spaghetti-like <laughs> as they are? I was kind of expecting it, though. I mean, <laughs> uh, when you know your processes a little bit, uh, you kind of expect uh, to 
to see it a little bit more complex, but maybe not to the extent that uh, I can see it right now. Um, more of an end user perspective was uh, was a definitely different perspective than I have right now. Uh, right now, I can, uh, yeah, I mean, uh, I don't know. I have like a wider view, wider angle. It's so I feel so much more comfortable right now with with the tool, with process mining than than I was with the at, at the end user perspective. Definitely, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. Carolina, do you now consider yourself to be like an analyst and you kind of work also on this analyst's role? And if so, what helped you getting there in the first place? Because, you know, from our perspective, a lot of people we talk to have uh, actually data science backgrounds or, you know, they are engineers such as ourselves. And what I kind of trying to get is... um Also some inspiration maybe for people. For me, these are super interesting, uh, let's say the Sherpas who are bringing a little different uh, framework, a little different mindset to the to the show and uh, what helped you getting and getting comfortable in this role. Um, I've always had, so in my past, I've always been uh, intrigued by, uh, by, I would say, solving, a, solving an issue, solving a mystery um, and uh, always been Uh, kind of intrigued by it so uh, process mining gives you the the opportunity to dig uh, dig down dig yeah dig into the problem and try to understand what's the issue where's the root cause um, and always been part of the improvements uh, projects and transformation projects in the company so I've always had this kind of experience on how to collaborate in a team uh, whether it's a small one and connecting all the different departments uh, to really coordinate in a, in a way of a project uh, to get things done to really understand what is happening yeah um, and I really truly believe that uh, I mean the The one team can make it happen and people make it happen all together, really connect the dots uh, and use the right tools. Uh, and I think uh, uh, really getting into the team, I mean, uh, being starting to being part of the team, this is how I really understood how, I mean, they helped me uh, really to, uh, to, yeah, to start things going and uh, yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. Do you have any encouraging words for people that find themselves in similar situations as you did um, about taking that leap? into the data data analyst world? Uh, I mean, uh, it might sound cheesy, <laughs> but, <laughs> <love> uh, <laughs> but uh, stepping out of your comfort zone, this is where the magic happens. And I really felt it. I mean, uh, I took a big step, uh, stepping out of really my just P2P area and starting something new. Uh, and I, I saw the magic is happening. So uh, just be courageous enough and brave enough and try it out. Well, we are always uh, looking for talent in, in process and striking distance. They can throw things. However, another part of your team, Mateusz, who is kind of our counterpart when it comes to data science and uh, data analyst. Um, Mateusz, how did you end up in, in the role that you're currently taking in Heineken? Mm. I'm the shortest. Uh, I'm, I'm not. Uh, Carolina has been for seven years with the company, and I just joined the Heineken in January, so I'm quite uh, short with the company. Uh, but I've been before with uh, consulting companies, and a uh, couple of years ago, I I had a great boss who told me uh, on date he told me that okay, we'll go for a trip to London. I will show you something amazing there. Will and I think that was 2015, and uh, we were on the training uh, for the perceptive. 
uh, that was a different process mining tool. And it was amazing as because, you know, in the consulting companies, you might do a number of different things. And some of them are interesting. Some of them are just work. And this one was, oh, my God, that's really, uh, really cool. And uh, it, uh, it wasn't easy to get the process mining projects uh, for a couple of years. It was more business intelligence, which I also really liked. Uh, but we want uh, at some point we switched from uh, Perceptive to Salonis. And uh, it was really al we always were really, really looking for the projects with uh, Salonis. And then I got the opportunity with Heineken that they actually uh, as they came to uh, they came and proposed that I can get, go for a project like uh, never ending project uh, with the one uh, with, uh, with them. So that's that's the story started. Um, can I ask what in your eyes is the biggest difference between a standard BI uh, approach and like a BI projects to actually working with process mining? Because to a lot of users, when they see it for the first time, they kind of think, oh, that's just another BI tool. Uh, we've had this before also on our podcast. And then how do you distinguish? And let's say if you are about to explain to someone what is actually the added value of that. Oh, that's... I thought that we are still doing the introduction, and now we are. In the <laughs> <laughs> we never know when we're going to digress from the introduction. <laughs> so the uh, biggest difference is that you get the uh, full history, and what I'm really worried sometimes also here uh, in my neuro in my current role is that sometimes people are really going for, uh, straight to the BI things and are just looking for the reports wanted to to export, and sometimes for them the process explorer process variant is too complex and they don't want to uh, dig into that one. But actually, if you combine the data and if you really look on the process, you can understand how it works. If you and uh, it's really you uh, and you can understand uh, the root cause and the problem that is uh, behind it. And it's sometimes difficult, but with uh, with this tool, you are able to track the connections that shouldn't actually be in the process, and they are there. And if you want, you can uh, achieve all of those things with business intelligence, but uh, you won't achieve these things uh, that fast. You, if you want, you, you can go for Power BI or ClickSense mm -hmm. and to tr to get those reports, but it will take you ten times more. Uh, it will take you more time for, to do it. Is it more that you're framing it in the context of a process that helps you in this regard, or? Yeah. Exactly. If you if you if you have the process, you you have the different approach, different view on this. Mm -hmm. uh, Mateusz, since you worked uh, uh, as a in a consulting companies before, now you kind of work uh, in in Heineken almost. I would say as an in-house consultant, to sort of. Um, no, no, sort of. Sort of. We have consultants coming asking for questions. What do you see? So probably question would be how much? How do you enjoy that? How do you compare those two worlds and? Uh, What do you see differently? So we are externals. We have very little knowledge of how or knowledge, not knowledge, but experience of how it is to be on the other side. What do you see as the biggest difference there? There are a lot of similarities that uh, you still in our position. If we are a COE, we have still our customers. Mm -hmm. uh, we have uh, we need to satisfy them and to bring the value to, to our customers. Uh, but the biggest difference is the fact that you have the ownership and uh, mm -hmm. I From what I learned, uh, that's uh, from the story from the Heineken. It's much, uh, it's way better if you have the ownership of the tool and ownership of the process. Because with the consultants, different people have different ideas what to do, and 
usually consultants want to satisfy all of them and provide the projects uh, to all of them because that's uh, that's uh, that's the business. And uh, I think that uh, having uh, to to keep this central and to prioritize the things that are really important uh, is the biggest difference because you have the context uh, within the company, which is super difficult to get. Even if you have the best consultants, they want to have the internal context uh, from the company. Yeah, I mean. Uh I know it is like this with me. I know you felt this as well, that when we consult companies, we I often feel sometimes, oh, I have to say goodbye to this customer now. I really like this analysis, what I built, and I have to say goodbye. On the corollary, it's also the opposite. It's like, oh, I hate this data model. I'm so glad that I get to not do this anymore. Now, um, but with this ownership concept, do you find that, okay, you're just stuck with this now, and it what you have is what you have, and there's no real um, type of satisfaction loop, because once you take off a project you're you're done with it you're you can market in your head but with this there's like just a continuous cycle of constantly improving the same thing actually with Heineken it's so large that you are <laughs> <laughs> always in project <laughs> so if you you, you can uh, have different focus and you can go from different operating company to the other one and still have different uh, framework different problems so okay. it's still very much very, as, very similar to the consulting part, mm. but uh, with the adding plus of the ownership and without the, having the sales and uh, risk of going for project to the clients that you don't like. Uh, okay. Okay. Uh, Mateusz, before we move on to uh, the third person here in the room, um, I have one last question for you. Um, could you kind of, since you're the technical person here, could you kind of do a high level framing of uh, what you are doing in Heineken? Uh, when it comes to the actual um, implementation of process mining. Or where you are specifically in Heineken and the process mining journey, like where Heineken is. All right. So um, we are very much focused on the process analytics. And uh, sometimes it's more data analytics and uh, data mining uh, than we would uh, like to say. Uh, But uh, we we are very focused on the uh, analytical part. We are not very... uh, we are not very much into the automation within Celonis. We have other solutions uh, that we are doing the automations within the Heineken. Uh, and from the technical perspective, we have large landscape of over 20 ERPs mm-hmm. uh, that are and we are lucky that they are integrated in one uh, very good uh, solution. So it was also a little bit easier to integrate there. Mm-hmm. And uh, also we have different platforms that we want to connect to have the better co- uh, to, to have the full end-to-end coverage of the processes. Uh, sometimes it's just uh, j- sometimes everything happens in therapy, but that's not the case for all of the operating companies. So we want to cover everything, and we are implementing different platforms. Mm-hmm. Now, Tim, um, moving on to to finally you. Finally, <laughs> yes. it's really tough for me to be I've quiet. Been, you know, this that he really wants to get <laughs> yeah, the, yeah. the the word. <laughs> Can you um, please uh, enlighten our dear listeners as to what your role is in, in Heineken? Of course, of course. But I mean, how great is this team, right? I mean, yeah. you hear these introductions. This is only going to be an anticlimax after this. But hey, <laughs> come on. Um, <laughs> finance process excellence manager, mouthful. Um, meaning, I look after the performance of our transactional finance processes in Heineken. And I work in a team where also the process owner set, which is uh, yeah quite relevant if you look into the process mining side of things. Um, I guess, uh, yeah, you guys know we've been uh, using process mining in Heineken um, already for three, four years. Started from a more risk and control perspective. Also, my current role at that point uh, was around that. And since um, um, the mid of last year, we decided to give it some more specific attention and task someone to... Uh, design and build um, yeah, a capability within Heineken around process mining. And uh, um, yeah, that's where I came in. So part of my role is about, is about that. 
Um, I do like asking the question about uh, your first interaction with a process mining tool. Um, how was your experience? That's actually, um, uh, it had, that was not at Heineken. So that was uh, in one of the previous roles in, in the big four um, mm -hmm. um, uh, uh, as part of a financial audit, actually, where we try to uh, understand how the process were running and uh, and, uh, and 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 look at an appropriate audit approach for uh, uh, for the process. But it was, I, I think, the entire principle was was quite new for everyone. So we really didn't know what we were doing. We got so much data and so much <laughs> insight. I think the spaghetti view again. And, uh, there was no way that we could actually use it um, at at that point. But. I did fall in love a little bit on uh, uh, on that side of things. Uh, specifically, the combination between data and process uh, uh, for me was uh, was really fascinating. Um, now, Tim, um, when you um, I have what I was very intrigued by that you also um, worked in a role previously in South Africa, and um, you know um, we. Uh, since we do talk also to people in the US and uh, co comparing the markets. Um, is uh, I'm just interested. Is a process or is just a process improvement field there a complete different league compared to Europe? Yo, sure, that's a nice question. I didn't <laughs> see that one coming. <laughs> um, couldn't couldn't help myself. <laughs> no, so so funny enough, we we go back uh, uh, often and we still interact with with the same team uh, um, that that I worked in at that point. And I do know that they also now have quite a mature. Um, uh, process mining capability, but it, it's really more around uh, supporting financial audits on that side. Um, I, th I think in general, I mean, if you look at it from an SAP and a technology perspective, uh, the South African firm was always one of the the, the leading firms uh, um, um, uh, within within PwC uh, mm -hmm. at that point in time. So, uh, yeah, I, I think um, if they're not leading, they're 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 catching up quite uh, quite quickly. Yeah, very nice. Um, can I ask, what does a finance process excellent manager do on a day-to-day? -day? Well, sometimes I uh, travel to Munich and uh, then we do podcasts. Oh, with okay, these okay, okay. I like this life. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah I mean, so, so in general, it's, um, it's a cross-functional role, right? So we have, uh, if I look in the team, we have four transactional finance processes. So we, we then talk uh, purchase to pay, we talk order to cash, uh, business uh, performance management or performance management and record to report. And what I do basically is I support the, the four process leads that we have on those areas mm -hmm. on getting the insights into how their processes are running, um, looking at um, um, uh, playbooks around how we can improve our, our processes and how they should interact with other functional owners inside the business. So it's basically about um, yeah, supporting on all four processes uh, uh, on how we can improve. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's, it's knowing... Um, uh, um, a little bit about a lot of things, I guess. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> we love those roles. Um, Tim uh, and everyone, actually, we also, as a part of preparation, had uh, three same questions for each of you. And now, since Tim, you're already warmed up by talking now, mm -hmm. um, uh, we will start with you. And the questions, we will rehearse that before we start are, um, what are you uh, proud of when it comes to your involvement in the process planning projects? That's the first one. The second one is, um, where... Does your interaction with the process mining tool actually look like? And the third one, uh, where do you want to be with the process mining initiative uh, three years from now? So, Tim, let's start with you. Um, what are you uh, proud of when it comes to your process mining journey? Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm 
massively proud of the fact that we um, are sitting here today. It's not just that we're with you guys, but if you look at the team that we've built and the capability that we've built within Heineken over the last year, is really something to be uh, to, to be proud of. So I guess that's that's what I'm proud of that we managed to, uh, to do so. There's a lot nice. of work still uh, to be done, but um, yeah, we can be proud of where we are now. Nice, Mateusz. So the biggest uh, things that we are proud are usually coming from Alexandra, our colleague, that she's developing this. Uh, so I'm responsible <laughs> for the sm smaller successes. Uh, but what I'm proud actually is the fact that I think that overall I see the. Um, the, the improvement of the development process that we have, that doing this boring uh, back, uh, backstage pro, uh, work to uh, as, to arrange the connections, all of those things actually brings the value and improve uh, the, the further development and providing the value to the business. It's a pure engineer talk. I like that. <laughs> <laughs> what about Carolina? Um, what I'm proud of is uh, how in a couple of months I've set up this kind of running way of working with our customers with whom we have running use cases so we've actually uh we've i've hosted uh, our first quarterly business reviews with them and i think and also based on their feedback this is a really good uh place for them and for us to kind of have this organized way of working to find ourselves where we are and also for them where they are with uh, with the value realization and uh, how we can improve uh, their use cases as well and how that translates into uh, they're developing uh, process mining capabilities well and see this community growing in Heineken. Very That's nice. Great. Then uh, back to you, Tim. What does your interaction with the process mining tool actually look like? How do you interact with it? Yeah, <laughs> yes. so to be honest, it's way too little. Um, <laughs> so I spend most of my time on um, boring stuff like stakeholder management, <laughs> uh, planning, budgeting, and those kind of things. So. But you have weekends also, right? Yeah, <laughs> I, was, I was about to say it's not just weekends, it's also in the middle of the night. And the, <laughs> no, what else but, do you yeah. do on Christmas? <laughs> You're spot on. Uh, I, I, I sometimes dive into the, uh, the application and just play around a little bit, but usually that's outside of office hours, yeah. Unfortunately, yeah. Uh, so I'm I'm more lucky that, than Tim uh, because there are two things. One are the problems that are coming from our customers or something to be checked, and usually I play the role of support and uh, help there sometimes. And the other, some for some of the projects, I still have time and capacity to actually develop and uh, deliver some of the things, both in backend and in the frontend. We. We have help for, from the others, but uh, sometimes I, ha I can do it myself. Okay, so you're the person when the data model crashes or something, you're, you're the one that gets alerted? Uh, yeah, as the first one, no. but not <laughs> the only one. <laughs> um, to me, it's uh, mostly based on requests from, uh, from people, from the end users, uh, any kind of requests. So it's me to play and support them from, uh, from a functional level. Mm -hmm. But that really allows me to also uh, ex like explore a little bit the functionalities that are there. I always find something new. And to be honest, recently I started to play a little bit and try to adjust maybe something from a more technical point of view. Mm -hmm. So that's exciting for me as well. Yeah, I've been there with the... Uh Starting with the PQI and all of a sudden, you know, everything's red and nothing works. And then all of a sudden you forgot a comma and you put it in and all of a sudden everything works. Yeah. And it's and that's satisfaction. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, and the third question, I can start with Tim. Um, where do you want to be uh, with your process mining journey in three years from now? Yeah, I would say 10 years, but it's way yeah. too yeah. in the future. So let's just go for three years. That's a bit more years. realistic. Sure. Well, um, I think um, uh, our biggest target on that side would be that we have um, we're taking over the world of Heineken, right? So we have a coverage of our operating company 
Uh, let's say we uh, we have at least half of our operating companies, which is already ab- above 40, enabled with process mining and uh, and the lo- local capabilities built there. I think that would be one of uh, one of the achievements that, uh, that that should be there. And on, on the other hand, also being part of our digital transformation that we're going through in Heineken, right? So really being embedded pre-post-migration for the coming years in supporting that transformation with, with our capability. Mm. We'll for sure get to the digital transformation as well. This is very interesting. And a lot of companies are on the same type of journey. Um, before we get there, Mateusz, yeah, so basically, I totally agree with Tim. So he uh, t- took the, that that part, but also what we want to have is not only the SAPs and the things that are happening there, but also the other plat- platforms. It would be great to have in four years all of the production systems that we have uh, to actually see how the beer is uh, brewed uh, in the Heineken <laughs> to actually go through it in uh, with the salonies and to have the communities and teams working on this data in the local operating companies. Okay. Um, how I see it, I mean, what I like to see maybe in three years is that the process mining is kind of like rooted in people's mindset. It's kind of like an obvious way to go when they think about continuous improvement or any kind of transformation is they consider it as like one of one of the options, one of mm-hmm. the elements in the um, in this improvement journey. And they uh, they have the right capabilities or at least they know who to turn to. So it's kind of like already rooted in the in their mindset. All right. Um, thank you for the answers. <laughs> Moving on a bit. Um, center of excellence. It was. Uh, it is still a big topic and a big theme of our past few episodes, where uh, we really look at how the organizations are actually well organizing themselves around this initiative and how it fits the the, the context and the consumption of the reports and of the findings and everything. And Having you three uh, here at the same time, I think let's do a little exercise. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> how does your typical week and interactions look like? Because we have three slightly different roles here, although part of the same team. And I would really like to know also for the audience to listen how they weeks actually differ and how they work together. That's a tough one. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I guess it all comes together with our our dailies that we have, um, which unfortunately do not occur every day. I mean, we might we might skip uh, skip them, but that's where, where we come together as a team. But yeah, maybe to start from my side uh, on what the agenda looks like on the process mining side, right? I I, I already told you um, it's part of my role, so not my entire uh, week mm-hmm. is filled with uh, with with this topic, but most of it is. Um, and uh, I mean, it's 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 constant stakeholder meetings on on new demand, on uh, on on roadmap, um, on uh, the digital transformation, on how to approach that, uh, and then every day at nine, um, which is for me relatively early, I, d- I drop off my daughter at school, and then I I jump into a call with these guys to see what we're going to do that day. I don't have a daughter, but it's still early. <laughs> but um, I will add something. So uh, basically, we use a lot of things from the Agile and from uh, from Scrum uh, ways of working. Mm-hmm. And that helps us uh, to f- actually put some frames uh, to our work to give. Uh, so we have the timeline, we have the sprints running for two weeks. Uh, we, uh, we have the product roadmap. We have uh, some stories that are coming, some requirements that are coming from the users. And uh, we can bundle all of this into the one backlog and we can actually plan of the, uh, the work. Mm-hmm. It, it, you know, we are not 100% scrum with this, but uh, actually all of the things are really, uh, but the f- things from the Agile uh, framework are really f- uh, helping us there. 
and the user stories are coming straight from the business users that are using the analysis? Then? Both. Some of the user stories are coming from the business users that they would like to see something. Some of the user stories are coming from our product roadmap uh, mm-hmm. that we have. And usually in the product roadmap, we have like things like uh, de- deploying new system, deploying to the d- different opcos. Uh, sometimes there are things that coming from us uh, that we see that there are something that we need to do, like migration to studio or developing some new features. Mm-hmm. So that's uh, building up what Matt said. I mean, uh, I'm here to provide really uh, the support, the functional support there. Yeah. So it's either uh, providing some workshops or process discovery sessions uh, with the customers uh, uh, and also asking, like um, uh, answering to all the questions that they may have. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So really ca- coaching them on how to use it uh, and really just focusing on really moving forward with either they're already running use cases, so helping with the value realization. <coughs> Or uh, simply uh, picking up the new demands. So uh, just constant, I would say, interactions with the stakeholders. Uh, but uh, yeah, I mean, all the time we kind of uh, keep really close touch with each other and uh, see how we can support each other and really coordinate. And usually that's with Matt. I mean, how we can connect the both uh, functional and technical side and team is always here to <laughs> support <laughs> both of us. Really. Um, so. Speaking of stakeholders, um, how do you actually collect the the requests and how do you you know prioritize and everything because what organizations very often find out very soon in the project is that process mining is very cross-functional topic uh if you only work with one team you're not gonna get anything done because there's you know accounting there is uh purchasing suddenly you have also deliveries and everything and he, suddenly you're talking to dozens or maybe even more people um How, you know, also speaking of such large organizations as yourselves, uh, how do you organize these exchanges um, knowing what to actually focus on? Yeah, that's a (laughs) a tough question. Uh, So we spend a lot of time on that, right? So, I mean, we um, basically, if you look at our pipeline management or demand management, it's relatively structured. Mm -hmm. So we we work with a lot of different functions within Heineken, so mostly on on a head office level. Um, there's already a lot of stakeholders that we need to keep happy, but that will also input demand, as you were saying. Um, uh, also to make sure that we do not sit in between these discussions as the COE, we prioritize really factual. So we have a scoring mechanism with points, yeah, so linked to our strategy, linked to our, um, our, our ambitions for that year, um, etc. Uh, so yeah, uh, it, it, we keep it as factual as possible, and it's really important for us that we have a sign-off on our roadmap by, by the Steerco who represents all the functional owners or, um, or sponsors. And then, yeah, and maybe Carol can speak a little bit to that as well. We, we use change and comms to kind of push and pull, right? So to put the focus in the area of Heineken where we want the focus to be at that point in time, uh, or maybe yeah, step a little bit back and, um, and, 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 and make our pipeline a little bit smaller. But, uh, Could you elaborate on this push pull? Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it, it it starts with a good stakeholder analysis, right? So I mean, you, you need to know your your playing field within the entire company. So there's operating companies, global functions, programs, uh, etc. Um, and and we have certain goals uh, which are linked to to our uh, Heineken strategy, which is called Evergreen. Of course, we try to contribute to that as much as possible. Um, and and based on that, we pick our areas within the company that we want to put focus on. Huh? So it could be their digital transformation. It could be that we are 
focusing on 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 cost and cash flow, for example. So we would look into use cases and areas within Heineken that we can realize such benefits. And then with targeted change in comms, right? So using internal social media, um, uh, approaching uh, stakeholders directly, etc. We can yeah tailor a little bit on on where the the interest will will, will come from. Um, but uh, up until now, we we have no complaining. There's been more interest than than we can handle. So it's been <laughs> a constant uh, prioritization. Yeah. I have a question for Mateusz actually uh, on follow up on this. Um, do you also have a lot? Uh, to say, especially when the new requests are pouring in from the technical perspective, because uh, imagining and well, actually knowing how large of an environment we are talking about, <laughs> um, there are certain technical constraints. Let's put it that way. It's not. Uh, it's just challenge um, with some things. Uh, do you also then say, guys, this is just too complicated. Uh, let's just drop it and let's focus on something else. Sometimes yes. Yeah, sometimes we need to say that uh, these things. With, uh, we are using Salonis, so sometimes we know that uh, the data consumption that would come from this would be too, or that would be more cost than benefit, or sometimes the complexity of uh, the solution, or sometimes we have we need to uh, to also scale up uh, the solution between the different systems. Uh, so if there is a tiny piece that is happening just in one uh, system, and uh, it would really break the other uh, the other structures, that would be very difficult for us to implement. So. Uh, If it's, uh, we usually look from the perspective of the business case. If there is a business case for this, that it really makes sense for the business to have it, uh, then yes, that's great to to implement it. But if it's just nice to have and it's a large cost uh, for us, then no. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the key roles, at least what uh, Timo Peter said in one of our previous episodes, um, he said that uh, one of his major role and what he thinks is one of the keys in successful COEs is... Uh, Lots of demos, just showing people everywhere and how often and, and as often as possible. Um, Carolina, is it also part of your job doing a lot of demos and showing <laughs> a lot of people? It is, it is. And I think this is like uh, one of the winning uh, uh, arguments or one of the uh, key elements when you really demo uh, what process mining is all about. I mean, uh, it's such a, I would say it's still a relatively new thing and a new term that a lot of people are not familiar with. So uh, they would always say, okay, what, but what is, can you tell me what process mining is? And I think if you have the opportunity really to show based on real data, I mean, I mean, we've mentioned it already, the spaghetti view. Yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. this is one of the things that really makes an impression. And if you show the data and what this is all about and what it can do uh, based on real data, even just like a couple of minutes uh, demo that uh, can really uh, strike uh, an impression and, and can, yeah, leaves, leaves a mark with you. <laughs> yeah. So one of the things that Timo Peters also said is that in the course of doing these um, demos, he was attracting a lot of people within the business to join the center of excellence to really go and do and improve <laughs> it from all the sides. Is that something that you're also pursuing? Yeah. Internal hiring. Yeah. Well, it's okay. kind of, it's kind of <laughs> what we did. Yeah. Hopefully, I mean, we continue doing this. I mean, we really aim for uh, for really for the COE to grow and to expand. I mean, Tim already also also mentioned it that we have such a like a, a already a, a river of demand coming in uh, that can uh, can over. Yeah, I mean, it's it's already a lot uh, happening. Uh, so, and we we hope that the companies. Uh, is investing in it and people are more and more interested and really see the value from it. So I hope this is the, the way to go, yeah. So um, you say that um, 
some people are already interested and generally you uh, seem to have a good traction. Uh, is there a part of your organization and a team that is already using the tool uh, or is integrated, integrated into their daily work? And uh, could you maybe be a specific and tell us like what uh, are they using it for? Yeah, so uh, one of the this is actually the team that I came from. Uh, ah, so, uh, of course, that I stole her from. <laughs> yeah. um, uh, the one whose uh, whose one of the um, the objectives is to use uh, process mining uh, to to improve the processes, uh, and um, also from the automation perspective is to see how uh, how to bring more efficiency mm-hmm. um, and to improve the processes. So uh, they use uh, really process mining on a daily basis. Uh, to analyze uh, to analyze the process uh, really mine the processes and see how they can uh, maybe find the other use cases or really to realize the benefit uh, the benefits from the current use cases that they are running uh, and i can actually see that uh, the team over there is expanding is growing they actually uh, kind of build their own uh, uh, maybe a group of uh, of people who who are not part of the team but are really uh, using uh, and kind of trying to hook those people again uh, again with process mining just to um yeah to try it out to see what what process mining is all about and what it can bring in now in terms of actually using the analysis so some um departments use it more or less is there anything that you guys are doing to drive adoption um with users or is that something that you leave up to the departments that request these analyses Um, so uh, one of our key objectives as a team is really uh, make sure that uh, the, the process mining capabilities is something that sticks to sticks with people and people uh, keep developing in, in this one. I, I What I see, how I can see process mining capabilities is still something that I would say it's kind of an aside skill. It's not something that people still see as one of their core skills and capabilities they would use to support their Their day day to day processes, so it's really key to make uh, people aware that this is uh, ah, that this is beneficial and that is really important, or that they can really um, yeah benefit from it. Um, so uh, what we do is uh, yeah constantly coach people, uh, uh, kind of market it a little bit, uh, uh, but also uh, <clears throat> something that we've set up recently is uh, are those what we call share, learn, and reapply sessions. So. Uh, for people, the end users, to connect at a one-hour session and share best practices or how they use process mining, what are the functionalities that, that, that they've discovered, and kind of champion each other as well, uh, and uh, nurture this process mining community in our internal social media as well. So uh, kind of make uh, make ourselves visible and uh, mm-hmm. promote process mining. Yeah, yeah that's great. Um, do you also get uh, support from from the top? Some. <laughs> no, of course of course we do and um um it, it's really important but as we mentioned before there's a lot of different executive sponsors that that we have in different degrees so it's not one uh person that really drives it and uh, and, and and owns it um i've n- never ran into a situation where i required um a, a blockage to be taken away or sponsorship to be shown and it wasn't there But it is on demand, so I do need to ask and position, and yeah, uh, and that's also where we spent, uh, yeah, quite quite some effort. Yeah. Um, moving on to let's say our last major topic of the discussion, and we already kind of um, touched upon it a bit, is the digital transformation. Um, now, what does it mean for you when you're talking about digital transformation? 
Such a big topic. You know, I think we need to address all three of us uh, um, from our own perspective. Yeah, but uh, yeah. I'll, I'll start and then maybe you'll you find out that everybody understands a bit differently. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what we're trying to do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and the thing is also, we don't own it. Eh? So, I mean, it's such a massive thing going on. But basically, we. Um, uh, we have a um, a current setup where uh, our global landscape is really diverse on a technology side, but also on a template and on a process side of things. So um, the journey that we've embarked on starting this year is to um, move into one core of um, processes. Right? So also the four processes that I mentioned to you earlier that sit in, in my team, mm. um, uh, plus some uh, some supply chain and production, etc. To standardize that and at the same time also support it with a standardized uniform landscape of um, an ERP core and business platform supporting the end-to-end -end process as we go. Uh, that's a project that um, will run for the for the coming years. Um, and um, that's what we call, or at least that to me is the embodiment of the digital transformation that we're going through that uh, that program. It's kind of fun also there because uh, today, uh, as we are working with the team that's uh, developing this core solution, uh, we are kind of their customer. As uh, as with Salonis as a platform, I need to, we need to connect to this new solution to 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 make it works to different platforms. Uh, but also we are vendor for them. We are providing them uh, Salonis dashboards, Salonis mm -hmm. uh, views for the. I think uh, at this moment four processes uh, uh, and three are really process mining processes, P2P, uh, DTW and order to cache. Mm -hmm. And uh, we are, so from the one side, we can see what do they need, uh, what information they are looking for during the transformation. And from the other side, I uh, get the view on the implementation, how I need to connect to the different platforms. And maybe to add uh, from our perspective, how we support the digital transformation is uh, yeah, starting with process analytics. I mean, we <clears throat> we help at this moment to understand how the processes actually run in those multi multi systems and multi platforms. Uh, the next step will be just to really use uh, process mining to design and help. Well, helping design the the future process, and finally, <clears throat> and I think uh, uh, hopefully, I mean, uh, to use uh, to check how the future process will be uh, will be run against the standard process or the desired process yeah so using the conformance checking and uh, hopefully also in the future salonis or process mining will be one of the core, core pl platforms to refer to now in a big organization such as heineken <laughs> i'm sure there is lots of different bi tools and different um, centers of excellence that do a whole bunch of things in the digital transformation space now um how do you position yourselves in that space and is there some sort of um not committee or anything but some sort of strategy as to what problems heineken will tackle with process mining or maybe tool x or tool y or is it a free-for-all or how does how is that it's definitely not a free-for-all <laughs> no, it's a no. so i mean <laughs> that is that question, uh, as such, is part of a digital transformation, right? Is finding out how you want to set up your architecture for the longer term. What do you want to do with a relatively simple topic like process uh, management? What are the different toolings and capabilities that you want to support that? And you want to avoid duplication, of course, both a functional and a technical side. Um, and um, I, I guess it's 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 having constant conversations with architects or people that think about um, how this this stuff should fit together. Um, with end users, with functional owners, um, 
and and just being part of the program. I mean, that's the most key thing. I mean, if if and that's also why we're spending so much time on this. Have from the the customer side of things that uh, that that Matt was just referring to. If we miss out on this, then you might lose your right of existence, right? So it's a very key uh, key thing for us, yeah. Yeah, I guess if you talk to an RPA person, they will tell you that the best thing in the world is RPA. If you talk to a <laughs> person, the yeah. best thing in the world cloud cloud everything. Yeah. So kind of um, balancing out between the these worlds and uh, fighting for your position as well. Yeah, and even the 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 the, the difference or alignment between BI and and mining, right? So I mean, we make it really simple by 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 saying and explaining constantly. I mean, BI is about the what, is about what you see there, and mining for us is about the why. So you go deeper, you but and there needs to be a full on alignment, of course, between definitions from a reliability perspective, but also between data models that you use from a yeah more mm-hmm. efficiency perspective. Yeah. Mm. Um, could you get a little uh, specific and just tell us what kind of question you? for instance, answer with process mining on this digital transformation? Like what would be the type of the question that the business might ask and how do you facilitate with process mining and with the dashboards and answer this type of a question? So one of the biggest questions uh, is uh, to understand what's the, stand- uh, what's, for example, what's the standardization level that we have uh, in the different operating company in their systems. Uh And how to how to actually understand the, the processes and uh, what are the different process flows. So what we do is to split the, uh, for example, if we have P2P, to split the, the P2P into different process flows that we have uh, for the standard PO, for the purchase requisitions, mm-hmm. and for the inter- intra-company, et cetera. And then we are assessing what's the standardization level of the processes there, because that also allows you to go from this situation that you are that end users are overwhelmed with the uh, data that they're, that's coming to them so they can see if they if they are focused just on the spot PO they can see how the process runs what's the standard level what's not standard and uh, what's uh, how the process is actually executed there mm. now um Mateusz, can you actually speak to a little bit about the technical difficulties that Heineken is currently facing in in their setup or I mean because we've talked about like the size of the environment and I'm going to pump my my own ego here that I spent a lot of um, time <laughs> writing python code to roll it all out in in the same ways and things like that so my, a lot of blood sweat and tears from my side went into this as well um And hair, yes, exactly. <laughs> so, um, can you elaborate a little bit on like um, how that looks, the difficulties you're, you or the the challenges you had to overcome, and where you see this going in the future? Oh yeah, so there there is a number of uh, challenges. If you have uh, such a diverse situ- situation, so many opcos that that we operating companies that we have, and uh, different systems, then if you want to make change, you don't really want to make change uh, in the 20 uh, scripts uh, to to go through through them and manually make the make the change uh, change and i'm very happy for for your scripts yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, actually that's a huge improvement that that we have them and uh, we can roll uh, roll this out because without it it would be really uh, pain to 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 go to the to deploy any change that is a global one the other thing is the size of the data uh, you can have and and that's a tricky a tricky thing because you can start with one of the uh, with different system to do the analysis and the impact, uh, the footprint of the data is not that large. You can think that, okay, that's just a hundred of gigabytes, but then you scale uh, scale it up to the size of the uh, Heineken, and then you realize that uh, loading the conf table for the whole uh, uh, for the whole company doesn't really make sense. That's really costly. So that's uh, that's the other problem. 
a little gigabyte here, a little bit gigabyte there. <laughs> 500 gigabytes there. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> um, Carolina, you mentioned um, that uh, you are also talking to a lot of different parts of companies. And uh, since you have a lot of different systems, a lot of different opcos, uh, I guess it's a lot of different processes. And part of the process manning is obviously this conformance and trying to make the pro standardization of the processes. Um, how exactly, let's say, you find a problem in one of the parts, or let's say three out of 20 organizations have a problem. How do you then tackle it? Uh, like, do you show them the dashboard, show, show them here, here you are, uh, really making a problem or issue in the process and you should fix that? Or are you, since you are a central centralized COE, are you trying to fix it, let's say, in a way that you change something in the system so that you prevent this from happening in the first place? I wonder if that happens. I mean, uh, we... Um... Or maybe different, different. Let me put it differently. Do you also kind of compare different parts of organizations against each other and then trying to pinpoint who is more efficient in certain things and then, let's say, try to use them as a role model for the others? Not at this moment, no. Uh, we... Um... Guys, help me if, I, if I'm... Uh, <laughs> I mean, there's internal benchmarking that happens in, in the operating companies themselves. So they look at the different sides of their business. They're different, especially for the bigger opcos where they look at the different distribution um, uh, centers that they have and they can compare, of course, uh, from a central perspective. But that's not us. Uh, that's more the functions mm -hmm. that are done the end users. They, of course, are very interested to see, okay, which operating company is best in class. And um, But to Carolina's point... There's a lot of potential there, and I think uh, we are moving in that direction. And also there, we're being enabled by that standardization that's happening, right? So um, also with the digital transformation happening, we'll be able to benchmark and to compare operating companies much easier because currently there's a lot of deviations from uh, yeah. the template. Yeah. Yeah. And that would be super bold to come to the operating company and tell them, okay, we can see from the headquarter perspective that you are making mistakes there. Mm. I think that they wouldn't like yeah. it. So that <laughs> they wouldn't believe it. And <laughs> actually, first. they would be right. Yeah. Would you recall some funny or interesting finding that you had through process mining that like, you were just wondering how is it even possible that something like that is happening? I heard from the, so we're now in the pilot phase of this digital transformation and there's four operating companies that are in scope. And I heard from one of the on-site visits that recently happened that they um, found out that there was a process flow that they didn't, that they forgot, right? So that it wasn't mentioned in the interviews. It wasn't mentioned in the surveys that were sent out before. And they found it through process mining and actually started the discussion. And if we had not uh, picked it up with our data, then probably it would have been forgotten. And then when we go to an opco or deploy, it'd be like, yeah, but what about this part of the process? <laughs> the one that no one wanted to mention. <laughs> no, indeed, yeah. yeah. One of my favorite ones I've heard was this uh, RPA bus that were just ping-ponging uh, between one another, just one type of document, there and back, there and back forever. So <laughs> you find interesting things sometimes. Yeah. yeah. Um, Cool. Um, before we wrap up the episode, I also have uh, one last question for each. Uh, what gets you excited about your current role? So for me, I'm feeling like I'm being uh, uh, staffed for the project that I really like and I can uh, stay f uh, there forever. Yeah, I, I am. Um, I'm more a people person. Eh? So, I mean, what gets me excited is to see uh, a capability growing and the team of people growing and, 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 and people um, 
getting exposure, going outside on their own. So that, that makes me very, very, uh, very proud. Yeah. To me, that's a learning journey. I mean, I feel like there's no, I mean, I cannot even see the end of it. Um, uh, and I I mean, I've just started, so there's a lot of new things, but uh, I haven't, I didn't expect so many new things uh, that, I, that I've already learned. So uh, I can't even imagine what's there ahead of me. So especially with um, Salesforce, just like right around the corner, and I know there are lots of new technologies and everybody that we speak to, and especially at ICPM that we visited, um, there's a lot of buzz and there's a lot of you know excitement in the air about the new things that are coming with machine learning and augmented processes and all these things. Is there anything that you've seen um, that is in the works in the future that you're really excited about to try out at, at Heineken? I would love to try the process simulation. Mm. Uh, yeah. We would too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but not, we are not uh, at this place now. To me, it is about, uh, it's a very, very small micro topic, but it is about connecting BI with mining. So a, a, a Power BI integration, for example, or interfacing that, uh, that, that can happen there is really interesting to me. Uh, towards that point that we discussed earlier, how do you position the different toolings uh, and capabilities together? I mean, these are the action flows. Uh, the first time that I heard about it, still from the end user perspective, that was like, wow, I mean, uh, let's do this. I mean, uh, we're not there yet, <laughs> but uh, there is something uh, I like to see happening. And I think, uh, yeah. Final question. Uh, where can people find out more about you or eventually reach out? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, um, we're... We're we're a small team, but we're growing. So uh, I mean, I don't know if we can point down to uh, a link in the in the podcast or anything where they can contact. But uh, and, and um, but yeah, we're hiring. Um, they, but in general, uh, I think come come see us in 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 Salesphere. Um, but probably <laughs> when you hear this, yeah. No, but in general, we are very open in doing references and, uh, and, and really happy to have direct connections with, with peers and then talk about, about these topics. So uh, I would throw it over that, Axel. Yeah. Very happy that we can actually help to facilitate this for the community as well as uh, it's intriguing community as we've seen on an international process planning conference in Bolzano recently. Yeah. I So since we are recording a day before Cellosphere, although this is airing a little later, I'm really looking forward to that as well and also to, to hear you guys there. Um, anyway, uh, that is it for today. So once again, thank you very much for joining us here uh, live in Munich. Uh, I hope that you are enjoying this uh, beautiful city. <laughs> From what or you're seen. still about to join. <laughs> we'll let you know in a couple of days. <laughs> the okay. start is amazing, though. Yeah. Thanks a lot, guys. Yeah, let me just do a short recording after that, just to wreck up, uh, recap on uh, how was the city. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, for you, dear listeners, uh, as usual, thank you very much for joining us. Uh, I hope you enjoyed it and find value in the content that we've created for you. Uh, if you have any questions, reach out to us on LinkedIn. Uh, you can also leave us an email at miningyourbusinesspodcast uh, at gmail.com. Uh, we have a website. We actually have a new website as Processing. So yeah. shout out sure, to the new website. Yeah, shout out to the new website and to everyone who was building that. We also have there this little integration of podcasts. So check it out. Uh, it looks pretty cool. And uh, yeah, we will be looking uh, forward to uh, be with you also with another episode of Mining Your Business Podcast. So thank you very much and uh, enjoy. Bye bye. Thank you. Thank, thank you. you. Happy mining. <laughs> Happy mining. <laughs>